from Fred House Studios in Farmersville, California. It's Garbage Time Points with Mike. In California, I'm like a two. Alaska, though. I might be like an eight. And Rick. Let me get a t-shirt. Short, yeah. sweet, and slutty. <laughs> a Wizard Fart Production. Uh, this is Manny Pacquiao. And now, here's Mike and Rick. Alright everybody, welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike, the guy sitting next to me now is Rick, how you doing Rick? I am doing great, how are you? Rick is doing great. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm doing great, it's fucking hot again. All out of nowhere. Yeah. Hot out of nowhere. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. I hope this is like the last little push of heat. That I was we hoping get. like the push before it got cool was the last push. And yeah. that didn't well, happen. you knew there was going to be one. Yeah, but I didn't think it was going to be one like 10, 112. Yeah. Like yeah. that's bad. Like well, 104, 105, like you get that in the, you know, at this time of the year. But Yeah, but this 110 shit ain't, ain't cutting it. No. It's not cutting it. No. We got like two more months of this shit. No way. Mm-hmm. Global warming. Last year, I remember it was October and it was still freaking warm. Oh, was, October was still warm, but it wasn't 110. September's going to be. You guys want to bet? Want to make a bet? <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, that was Fredo. Fredo jumped in before I could introduce him. <laughs> Got anxious. Yeah, how you doing, Fredo? Doing pretty good. Just doing okay? Staying cool. Yeah, staying... Hell- Fredo, Fredo was talking... I don't know, it was so weird. Fredo left the room for a little bit while we were getting set up, and he came back and was bragging about how he liked the shirt he put on because he could see his nipples through it. <laughs> I was going to wear to work, and I was like, hold on. <laughs> Somebody needs to call HR. <laughs> Fredo's putting on a show, spilling water on himself. Oops. <laughs> A little nipply in here. Yeah, no, it's a lot nipply in here now. <laughs> Turning down the AC all the yeah, way. Yeah, uh, You can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick at Michael Double Underscore Gaspar at Richard Underscore Reposa and at Half Zero or search for us on Facebook. Just search uh, Garbage Time Points. Also look for us on iTunes. We are there. Listen to us and be sure to check out GTPPodcast.com. Fredo did a little uh, little work on it. It's more of like a blog thing now, you said, Fredo? Yep. You said he was going to get us that information, but I don't think he ever did. I sent you an email to your email address. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, then that's my fault then, because I, I don't check it unless it pops up. Yeah, you just create an account, and then you'll be able to log in. You have to download the... The app, little thingy. Then, yeah, thingy. Yeah, the thingy, and then do the thing, mm-hmm. and then go from there and do the thing. That way you can, because you can just do like Mike's Mike's blog, Rick's blog, write our notes down. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. Little, uh, mm-hmm. and t- I had an ice cream today. <laughs> it was delish. I mean, that's just Twitter. Yeah, but I mean, they could go there for it. maybe because a lot of people don't have. It's surprising how many people I know don't have a Twitter. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was one of the last people to it. And I was but, even like two years yeah, after and you. Rick, <laughs> and Rick was like way after me, but then like you know, you, you go on. I was. Yeah, I remember that. You go on uh, on Facebook, and then you know they're just like talking about somebody. Like, oh yeah, they said this on Twitter, and they're just like, well, I don't have a Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, why not? This that's where everybody's at. That's where your boy Trump is. <laughs> you know, but he's got a Facebook. No, you don't understand. You don't understand, yeah. man. He's there first before he's anywhere. Yeah. Go follow it. I mean, there's like a lot of memes and a lot of things that you see on Twitter videos a day, two days before you even see it on Facebook yeah. or anywhere else. It's so ridiculous. 
<laughs> Something you love. It's Rick's dick. Rick's dick. Rick's <laughs> dick. <laughs> uh, well, following that, uh, we got our thoughts go out to the people in uh, Texas and Houston, uh, you know, with the flooding and all that. And, uh, you know, do what you can. Help them out. Donate. And if you're down around those parts listening to us, uh, don't listen to us. Help those people out. Or do both at the same time. Uh, also, I hate Joel Austin, man. You see all that shit with him douche. today? Big time mm-hmm. douche. That Joel o- Osteen, oh, Austin guy. Oh, the preacher. A yeah. sandy douche. I spent all. I spent a good part of the day arguing with like uh, my sister's friends on it because you know she's a church going person and uh, you know brought it up. She said something about you know glass, basically glass houses type of thing. You know, you're talking about it. Let me see your receipts. This and that. Then all our friends are jumping in. Making excuses, using Bible verses as uh, as excuses. Shelf. It's just ridiculous, man. It's just <clears throat> it's ridiculous. The guy is an idiot. Uh, fuck him. Um, he could go Amen. to go to his hell. Which, yeah, he could go to his hell. His <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Whatever, whatever he believes. I got a lot of thoughts on that guy. Yeah. We'll get into it here. Trying not to. Yeah. I, I mean, I want. I usually, we usually like to start the show like bullshitting and stuff like that, man. And uh, I can tell you, I'm still kind of heated. Uh-oh. Still kind of heated right now. Over what? From what took place. I know we're going to talk about it later, but I just can't help myself right now, man. Mayweather McGregor. <laughs> you didn't like it? I I did not like it, man. I am happy that Floyd Mayweather knocked out Conor TKO. McGregor. I am happy that he did that. And I do not agree with all these stupid, stupid UFC fans out there that said they should have let him hit the ground. Why? The guy was taking a fucking beating and was stumbling around the ring like a, a newborn deer. Did you see his punches? Like, it was yeah. literally like, it barely imprinted uh, Mayweather's nose. Yeah. <laughs> I, I give a lot of credit to Floyd for this as well, but I give most of it to Connor because... The whole thing, it was just a huge slap in the face of boxing and boxing fans. It was disrespectful. Uh, the whole event in its in itself, uh, I wish they would have never done it. And hopefully this stops them from ever trying to do this type of thing again because it was ridicu- ridiculous. It just made a mockery of the sport. I don't understand the people who, after that fight said to themselves, or even said aloud, That's that was one of the hard things, was we watched it in a pretty big group of people. And me and you were yeah. like the only ones sitting there like, did we watch the same yeah. fight? I just can't <laughs> believe that people were sitting there throwing around, you know, the whole, you know what, seeing what he did, I respect him a lot more. For what? He didn't go, <laughs> he didn't go out there and win rounds. He might have won rounds to you because he did better than you expected, but he didn't win any fucking rounds. Any anything that he won in that fight, Floyd Mayweather Allowed. gave to him. <laughs> he landed 111 punches. He didn't land 111 punches. Floyd Mayweather gave him 111 punches. He walked him down. He did something that he never does against anybody. Recently, mm-hmm. in his recent fights, he mm-hmm. walked the man down. He walked down the guy who said that. Wouldn't that that wouldn't walk him down and said that he would be the one doing the walking down. He would be the one knocking the guy out in the fourth round. 
But what did we get? We got a a, a fake ass boxer who had no idea what the fuck he was doing. I mean, he prom posed him like six times. Yes, they, <laughs> prom pictures, <laughs> rabbit punches, all of that shit, man. His, his, yeah, his 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 uh uh his punches had absolutely no zip on them. Nope. These people, these people thought that he had power coming into this. He's not a boxer, dude. There's a difference between a guy in UFC wearing four ounce gloves, throwing wild, wide punches, as compared to a guy who's physically smaller than him, but trained his whole life in how to throw the perfect punch. Like, there was no way he was ever going to match up to that. Mm -hmm. He was never going to be able to take that punch either, and he proved it because he looked ridiculous towards the end of that fight. He was tired as hell. He was tired before the amount of time Floyd was thinking that he needed to get him tired. To get him tired. Yeah. He was tired in the fourth fucking round. Mm-hmm. And they if... called it. Yeah. Mayweather Sr. called it in the corner. Wait till round four. He's dead after that. <laughs> and, he, and, and he could have taken him out sooner than that. But if you believe the reports, and I do believe the reports, mm-hmm. Mayweather had a bet on himself to knock him out in the tenth round. <laughs> you, you didn't hear that? No. Yeah, he had a he had a bet on him. He actually he took the bet in himself, and they told him he couldn't he couldn't make that bet. And then they came back and told him, "You can make a bet on yourself outright winning, but you can't call around." <laughs> so he gave he, what he ended up doing, and he said this himself. You can go back and listen to the interviews. He gave money. To the people in his group to go and place uh, six-figure bets, bets yeah. on him. <laughs> nice. And you know that they all went and made the bets that he was going to make. I wish yeah. I would have known. Like yeah, before right. the fight, right? Like, well, didn't, didn't you hear the report that there was like multiple million-dollar bets made on that fight for Mayweather right oh, before yeah. it happened? Oh, that must oh, have been. I don't know about right, uh, not right before it happened, but no, like during the, the buildup, I the, knew there was no, like the day of, couple days out, like right out of the fight, like Friday, I think it was. I saw that multiple million dollar bets were placed right, yes. right before the. Nice. <laughs> it's just it's it, it was just hard to watch, man. It was hard to watch, and and it it just sucks that they did it in the sport of boxing. UFC fan, they've already they've already proven that they're okay. With with an outsider who has no experience coming into their sport mm-hmm. and and fighting, mm-hmm. they they everyone every one of them got excited because CM Punk went in, had his first professional fight, and got the shit beat out of him, <laughs> tapped his ass out quick, and they paid money for that, and they had no problem. They had no problem doing that. I just don't understand like the touting of a moral victory. Like he looked better than it. Like yeah, I don't I don't understand that. Like he came in and said he was gonna knock him out in four rounds. Mm-hmm. Everybody actually thought, he, like all of you McGregor fans were going, I'm rooting for McGregor. I think he's going to yeah. knock him out. And then after the fight, after he gets TKO, you go, you know what? He looked a lot better yeah. than I, like, I don't understand that, <laughs> that, that line of thinking. And that's what they were giving him rounds based off of. One, <laughs> one you know that they never had, they don't pay attention to boxing, boxing enough so they don't to understand. know, one, how it works, and two, how Floyd Mayweather works. So they saw those first three rounds and said, you know what, he's got a shot. Meanwhile, <laughs> the rest of us sitting back like over us, there, us, around, yeah. around watching this, and then a couple of uh, a couple of our friends as well, you know, like like Victor and, and, yeah. and Ivan and them, we're sitting back like, no, <laughs> this is what he fucking does every fight. Did you hear, like, right after those three guys that were sitting in front of me, they were, and I was like, dude, like, did we watch the same yeah. fight? And they were like, dude, 
I don't know what you watch. I was yeah. like, I watched boxing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good debate to have, but no. But you know, it, there's gonna be another get, fight, though. Not between those two. There is. I think it's gonna if if there is a fight. No, I think Floyd is done. I think he knows mm-hmm. it's not it's not worth it. If there's gonna be another fight like that, it's gonna be between him and Polly, and that's gonna be what it is. And if they want to do that, have at it, man, because Paulie's retired as well. Yeah. And he is too. Uh, but hopefully uh, the sanctioning bodies, wherever they are, won't allow this fight. And they go do it in, like, Ireland or something yeah. like that. But even then, I think they take the, that sport serious too. So they're not going to do something like that. Mm-hmm. But look, just to, just to prove that this isn't just like a, you know, I boxing guy 100% have said that since the beginning. I will not and do not count this as the 50th win for mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather. I know he's going to get credit from it, official official credit for it, but it is not so win number 50. <laughs> there has to be. There has to be. An explanation? Yeah. Like a, a down tab to it? Yeah. <laughs> there has to be, man. Ridiculous. I mean, we're in 2017. My, Everything's my favorite are the ones the MMA fans are like, come get in the octagon, Floyd. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Okay, that's gonna happen. He, so, he just even so said I'd stupid. get killed in there. Like, yeah. <laughs> all all I'm asking now is save us, Canelo Triple G. Oh, save us, man. All I remember was De La Hoya's tweet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh dude, he talked a lot of shit. They did an interview with him afterwards, and uh, yeah, he was mad about it. You know, he's talking about this is the sport that I love, and they made a mockery of it, and uh, all this other stuff. He respects uh, McGregor for what he does in the UFC, but man. If you're if you're a true boxing fan, you hated Saturday night. You enjoyed watching him beat the shit out of him because he should have. Mm-hmm. But you hated that night. You hated that fucking fight. I hated it. I hated watching it, man. I think it would have been better if they would have just like went for what it was instead of trying to make it a serious fight. Like say, hey, it's an exhibition. Mm-hmm. It's a sparring match, and not try to get the money grab out of it. I think it would have been a lot more like palatable, like where you could just actually just sit there and watch. But it was never going to be that. It's always the whole thing about it is a money grab. So it's yeah. just it just from the very beginning was going to just reek, and it was going to have a bad taste in your mouth because of what the whole thing represented. Yeah. Let me hit the floor. Get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> bullshit, Connor. You were you were on the floor already. You just didn't even fucking know it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to give him respect for being on the floor on his feet, yeah. then okay. Like yeah. you're still standing while you were like knocked out. Cool. Like I'll give you that respect. I, I, I you're a tough motherfucker. Yeah, I understand pride, but Robert Bird saved your career <laughs> because your head was getting fucking knocked around. Saved you from being Muhammad yeah. baby. Yeah, <laughs> Muhammad Ali. <laughs> And that sucks because, I mean, that's basically where you're at. I mean, he peppered him, like, to yeah. where he, like, did you see his eyes? They were, they were doing, yeah, oh, like, yeah. they were doing those cartoon things yeah. where, like, he was counting the birds going he was around one, his head. He was not only just a bobblehead, he was a bobblehead with fucking googly eyes on it. So, like, <laughs> as it was moving, the eyes were googling with it and everything. Like, it was the combination of them. <laughs> that was good. A great visual. And yeah. on that note. Yeah. Before we move on to Tech Talk, though, did you see Michael Phelps? Is like, come race me. <laughs> yeah, Michael Phelps. Hey, he, you know, he had yeah. dollar signs in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he raced an automated yeah. shark. Yeah, I mean. yeah, right? That's probably what Connor's doing. Why, why the fuck would I race you when I can go race a great white? <laughs> 
You saying ball? I mean, the possibilities are endless. Oh right my now. gosh! Go have a home run derby contest. That guy, he's just gonna become a fucking novelty item. Well, he said he's not going to UFC anymore. Simone I, Biles I, versus Conor McGregor on the floor routine. I mean, would you ever go to UFC and get your face bashed in for three, four, maybe ten million dollars? What is his biggest purse? Ten million dollars over there. Mm-hmm. When you just came back with sixty million dollars for you know? Oh, he's gonna go back and fight. Cause he can there. I don't know. Yeah, cause he can. I don't know. I think I mean, he's, he's not going to fight ready to move on. I think he's ready to move on yeah. to his own career. Well, that, you know, ask, ask that to the guys from Pot Express before we wrestling. get them on later. You're that, um, that's, that's a possibility, I mean, that, that's, I think Vince had dollar signs in his eyes when that whole thing but was I mean, going he's on. He's just so small. He's not even a cruiserweight. Yeah. He's 145 pounds. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> he's not. It's so fucking weird. 205. Did you see, did you see the fucking uh, Corona girls standing next to him? <laughs> I'm five, five, 150 yeah, But pounds. you don't think about it, right? You don't think about it when you see them in the ring because yeah. everything seems larger than yeah. life. And then, and then you five, see seven, pictures of them getting interviewed by Jim Gray and they're looking up at fucking Jim Gray. <laughs> Jim Gray? <laughs> yeah, right? They are. They're just looking up at him. Oh, shit. All right, let, let's let's go on from that. We're going to be talking about that a little bit more with the guys from uh, the Pie Express uh, at the towards the You'll end. You'll get the show. a UFC fans perspective. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. We're not. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I'll let them tell you that. But I mean, if you follow them on Twitter, then you see, then you saw what they were saying about. They it. loved it. At least one of them, at least. Yeah. Um, all right, hey Fredo. Yeah. We haven't had this in a long time. Uh, we told you last week. Give us some fucking tech talk, and here we are. Tech talk. It's time for some tech talk with Fredo. Netherlands. <laughs> all right all right what do we got that's new in the uh, technology world Ooh, we're got new iphones coming out yeah hey, apple announced that they'll be revealing the iphone 8 september 12th for a whopping drum roll please one thousand dollars jesus and you know what people are gonna be stupid enough to buy that shit off the market yep uh it would... when you purchase an iphone is it like you know, I, I get a phone, I get to do a payment plan on yeah. it on the phone. So you can do that well, with your yeah, iPhone that's, too? Yeah, that's all they offer now, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because I don't think you can outright buy them, like, just so you can own it. They, they have you sign a contract, and then you have to oh, that include sucks. the payments into the contract that by a uh, four monthly fee for the extended, what, two years or something. Ah, uh, that's lame. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's gonna they have, got you. It's gonna have a facial recognition thing, so it does. It's not gonna. It probably won't have the touch ID anymore. So you just look at your phone and it'll recognize your face. Woo! And then unlock it that way. I know how I'm getting into Fredo's next phone. <laughs> Animal Lecter. <laughs> yeah, but you see, you see what? No, you see what's fucked up about that? I already see the flaw in that. Will it recognize you if you're asleep? Yes. If your girlfriend to... wants to check your phone while you're asleep. Does all she have to do is turn on a light and hold the phone over your face while you're sleeping to be able to get into your phone? I don't know. Maybe you have to blink. <laughs> <laughs> there or has, be awake. There has to be something. Or your eyes. Put it up against like a picture. Now that'd be that'd be great if it was face and voice recognition. Yeah. Be, unless you're, unless you're asleep. like, Are you talking yeah, <laughs> yeah, you you thought you were outsmarting everybody and your your uh, your your sign in is you with your eyes closed going. 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I ever do that, you know? She's like, I don't know. I'm going to see if this works. No, no, no. Welcome, Fredo. Oh, shit. <laughs> so it's going to have a OLED screen on it. So it's like the best screen that's out there right now. Um, it's pretty much the blacks are so black and crisp when it's on. So it's not going to have like Vanta black. bleeding, bleeding between. Is that what it's called? Vanta black? Vanta black. Is it? Uh, I don't think that is, but Vanta <laughs> black is like the blackest black. It's like. Oh, the black of the black? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wireless charging. Like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> uh, they're also speculating that they're going to showcase uh, a new Apple Watch with an updated uh, chip on it. And they're thinking that it's going to be operational without the iPhone. So you can use the watch as a as like your a, phone. As a mini phone, yeah. Which mm. is pretty interesting. So, like, the old ones, you had to have your phone on you while you used it? Yeah, because it'll download specific, like, certain apps on your watch and it'll sync up to your phone. Mm. So, if you get a text message, it sends it from your phone to your watch. Yeah, but if it's, it's going to do everything that your phone does, is that. Does that fucking thing gonna cost you a thousand dollars too? The watch? Yeah. I'm assuming it's gonna be around five, six hundred. Jeez. Yeah. Techie techie. Techie tech 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 tock tock. Alright. Uh DraftKings and FanDuel. Do you hear about their merger they're trying to accomplish? I I, I yeah. think I heard something about it, but I, I don't really know. Yeah. yeah. Uh the Federal Trade Commission put its foot down and uh so it's, instead of having to go to the court and stuff. They kind of like backed off since the football season's coming up. Mm -hmm. So they're just going to hold off until probably football season is done and then try to merge after that. Yeah. They're going to they're they merge. Done. They're going to own 90% of the whole the market. Yeah. That's a good little reminder for uh, our, our listeners out there. We'll be starting up our FanDuel challenge when the season starts. So, you know, next we have to look out for that. Next yeah, week? Next it starts week. Thursday. Oh, Not this yeah. Thursday, next Thursday. Yep. Next Thursday. Have you guys been getting telemarketing calls where it's the area code? Yes. Where it looks like it's somebody yeah. who has... Yeah, local. That's one thing that they're kind of, they're uh, trying to break down on because it's been picking up recently in the past couple of months. They spoof their location and they they hide their number. So it's like you look at it and it's like, oh, I don't really recognize that number, but it looks like a cell phone number. Yeah. Actually, actually, and it's like a local number. You're like, okay, well, like for me, it's always 737. Yeah. And I'm like... Okay, well, it's somebody around here. I never answer it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't I don't answer numbers like yeah. that. But don't, 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 still, don't, don't. still, you know. Especially, you know, they scared you with that whole, even if you just said yes thing. Like, oh, is oh, this yeah. so-and-so? You're like, yeah. I fucked up. I said yeah the other day. Yeah. They're like, is this Alfredo? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. That's so funny because uh, uh, I, I had told my mom about that. And uh, one day, sit, sitting next to her, the phone rings, and then I hear her say, <laughs> I hear her say yes, and, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. so asked, they asked her if this was her, and she said yes. And I was like, I told you not to do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just funny. So you hear, you hear about Amazon purchasing, what is it, Whole Food? Whole food? Whole food? Is it whole food or whole Did food? you hear about it? I heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, that was like a month and a half yeah. ago. Well, Google 
and Walmart are merging and are trying to do the same thing. Oh, yeah, I did hear about They're that. They're trying to do their own delivery service, so they got their own little self-driving cars to be able to deliver shit that you buy on Walmart and it'll deliver it to your car. Wow. Or to your house. <laughs> deliver it to your car. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw it in your car. It'll make you feel like you did. So why Why rob people of the satisfaction of carrying 10 bags at once from your car, huh? <laughs> like, like, do you ever feel more like Superman when you're just walking in your house like, Dude, yeah. I don't want to make it. If I can't get it all, I ain't, yeah. I ain't going back. Opening the door with your foot. <laughs> Or you do it before. You open everything before, and then you go Yeah, back. but not if you have pets, because then you have to close the door in well, case I, they want to run out. Like, I just keep it I just keep it kind of like yeah. uh, open enough. Ford, Ford and Domino's are doing the same thing. Pizza, pizza delivery? Wow. Yeah. Everybody's merging. Yeah, it's what's going on now, man. <laughs> but see, somebody should really smarten up. And I wonder, if, okay, this is what I think that they should do with that. Because I'm just, you said pizza, and that popped into my head. Because sometimes you like different versions of pizza. Uh-huh. You know, you like your pizza, you like your Domino's, you might like your local one. But one of these companies should get all of them together in their area. And, you know, oh, you want something from there? Well, you can, because we are all working together. So it's just one big old pizza factory? No, no, no. It's, it's all of them pulling their resources together but still staying staying separate so you could order from uh domino's and it would still be ford taking them you could order from pizza hut but ford they're in the agreement with ford and and domino's pizza as well Mm. to be able to take it but it really doesn't make any fucking sense because there's already goddamn delivery boys that work for those fucking (laughs) places so what are we even talking about not for long yeah but it would be a self-driving car uh yes yeah See, the self-driving shit scares me. So, like, they're just like, I'm waiting for my pizza. And then, ding dong. Dude, like, I am, like. <laughs> the door, it rings your doorbell and just drives through the door. Dude, I am not ready for the day when you're driving down the road and there's, like, half the cars on the road with nobody, like, nobody driving. Like, yeah. nobody in it. I'm not ready for that day, mm-hmm. dude. Sex and cars is going to be a big thing. Yeah. Come around. It will. When, while your car is self-driving, like, yeah. might as well. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I like drip. I mean, drinking and... Yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's yeah, everyone's going to have a fucking 70s love van. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what it's going to be That's going to become now. popular, yeah. right? Like, yeah. It's going to come full circle. God, what is going on, yeah. dude? Like, But are you ready for the day you're driving down the road and like you're driving and you look to the car to the left, look to the car to the right, and both of them have nobody in Do it? Do you think... The, okay, here's here's Fredo. The, the the motion of the grinding. Mm-hmm. Do you think it'll throw off how the car drives? Oh no way! You don't think so? So it's able to self adjust. It's to satellite, the, right? To it's, the like, sway? it's like satellite. Um, it's just like if like it sees something in the road and stops immediately. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but you or, might, or it could be good. Yeah, you could get that. <laughs> that thing. Yeah. No, not if you're about to pull out. Oh fuck! Yeah. <laughs> Yes, for every, for every action, there's an opposite yeah. and equal reaction. Yeah. Oh, it was an accident. What happened? Got in the bro? No, car stopped short. <laughs> Little kid, thank you, car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking Herbie. Should we keep going or should we save for the If you got, let's I mean, get one more. Let's get one more. Faces right, on right. cars that are self-driving, like right, like. 
Is that going to be the popular? Would that make job? you feel better if they put faces on the windows? Like, <laughs> like those <laughs> Chevron commercials? Yeah, yeah. No. But they already like that. All right, let's get one more. All right, Movie Pass. Have you guys heard about Movie Pass? Oh, is this? I think I have, but I'll let you uh, say it. <clears throat> it lets you watch movies 365 days a year for just ten dollars a month. Yeah, but th- at the movie theaters. Though. At the movie theaters. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, not bad, man. No. That's not bad like at all. Like as many as you want in one yeah. day? Like, no, just one a day. One a day. One a day. Excluding 3D movies and IMAX. That's cool. Yep. Fuck. AMC is not happy about that, though, the movie theaters. Really? They're trying to block it. They're currently uh, in talks with like their lawyers trying to find a way to, to shoot who is away. Who's who's working this deal, then? Uh, What, the movie pass? Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what the company name is, but they've been around for two years. Is it Galaxy? No, they might want to wait way longer. This than is that. like a in the, like a separate. Some guy who used to work with, I think it was Netflix, broke off and started this up. It used to be, I think it was like fifty bucks a month, mm-hmm. and it was, I'm not sure if it was limited to one day. I think it was like unlimited. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you still have to pay for the popcorn and shit. Yeah, which is like well, yeah, yeah. Bucks. But I mean, it, let's let's say you're paying ten dollars for one movie a day. Yep. That's easier to deal with because if you're paying fifty bucks, there's just not enough good movies that they put out in the theaters no. to make you to make fifty bucks worth it. But ten dollars sounds like a nice number. Because if you say two, three movies in a month, you already paid for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good idea. It does suffer like AMC and you know those those places like that. But, but it's a good rip, idea. They're ripping you off already. It's like seventeen dollars for a movie now. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I don't even go to movies. No, it costs like what nine dollars for a matinee. Oh, for regular, yeah. I was thinking yeah. IMAX or like yeah. yeah. Unless you're in LA, that's just like twelve, fifteen bucks. Fuck. Yeah. For a regular movie. Oh, that for a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, dude. I'm cool. <laughs> All right. That was good. That was informative. We're gonna save the the rest of this for next week. Get a little bit of tech talk. A little taste. Yeah. A little teaser. Come back. That's good. Got some good information. Rick uh, shared with us again his fear of driving cars. I got a fear of it too, but Rick said he would just, he's not ready for the day. I'm not ready for it. I don't I'm not ready. I, I can deal with the day of seeing it, but I don't want to be in one. You're talking just like, bah, da, 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 da. oh God, there's no one in that no, car. No, I'm not saying, oh, I'm there's not saying. There's no one in that car either. I'm not saying I'm freaking out. I'm just like, dude, I'm like, that's not cool. Like, let's, yeah. let's get people driving. <laughs> no, there's too many stupid people driving. Yeah. Yeah, I maybe, was, maybe. I was stopped at a light and I looked left and right and both of them were on their phone, looking at their phone, waiting for And then you went, the you picked up your phone and said, these two motherfuckers <laughs> next to <laughs> Dude, I was, I was driving one day and I was going out to Bakersfield and I had my windows rolled down. Early in the morning, guy had his window rolled down, and as he was driving, he was texting. I yell, "Hey, get off your phone!" He fucking just puts that shit down and starts driving. Felt good, huh? I just, I hate it. Like I hate seeing it. So like, yeah, if I ever see anybody, or if I always put like the hand down, like. If the windows yeah. are down, yeah. I always, once they, I always see somebody swerve onto almost next lane over. Or they're going 65 in the fast lane, and you go around them, and every time they're on the phone. Every time. Rick's rules of the road. Dude, I drive a 1,000 miles a week. Yeah. Like, you, see <laughs> you see it. All right, let's dive into some quick hits, Rick. You ready to give us some quick hits? Probably not, if the way I'm talking. but All right. <laughs> let's see what you got for us. All right. All right. we'll, we'll power through this. Power it. <laughs> All right, Juan Carlos Stanton hits 
His 18th home run of August and 51st of the season. Celtics, or former Celtic, maybe, Isaiah Thomas filled his physical with the Cavs, uh, putting the trade in limbo. The Cavs are actually looking for more compensation, including the this year's number three overall pick, Jason Tatum, which, fuck them. Vontez Burfitt is looking at a five-game suspension. Burfitt? It's all over with the names right now. Let's just, you just know how I am. Juan Carlo. <laughs> Burfitt. You just love it. Shut up. Stupid. <laughs> looking at a possible five-game suspension for his hit on backup tight end for Kansas City Chiefs. Ezekiel Elliott's. Suspension appeal was today and went 10 hours, and it's actually going to go into tomorrow. If uh, if Elliot loses his suspension, he is looking to sue, or not sue, take it into court, uh, and he could actually start the season. Is that taxpayer money? Everything in the court is. Matthew Stafford signs a five-year extension worth $135 million, 92 guaranteed. They should make t- uh, cowboy players, or players, cowboy fans pay for that fucking court. Yeah. Shit. yeah, let them. They're the only ones who are just well, it's, so it is, it's on. It's there. It's, I mean, unless it's, it's not federal, so it's going to be state. So it, I'm well, Could, federal. It, it could be, yeah. So I don't know if it's the state, then it's going to be on them. But if it's going to be against the commission, then who knows? I don't know. Okay, uh, and tight end, our forty former Forty ers tight end Vance McDonald is traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And in Florida, a man was arrested for eating a pancake breakfast in traffic. He brought out a table, a chair, and lots of syrup. <laughs> he just he just sat in traffic. Just sat in traffic, like literally brought out a table, brought out a chair in in the crosswalk, and just had himself a breakfast. What the fuck? <laughs> he did it for the vine. Giancarlo Stanton, man. I mean, it's amazing what he's been doing. I was uh, a little. I was a year late on that MVP. A uh, little, little bit late. One year. I hope they give it to him this year. I, he was mine last year. I think he should. Even let's, though, like, let's see if they'll give it to him. I mean, uh, the team is, you know, middle of the pack, but they have been on fire since he started going on this uh, on this rampage of just muscling balls out. <laughs> you should know about but, that, right? <laughs> so, let's just, the obvious question. Stanton, steroids, yes or no? Of course. Everybody is. Yeah. What? Gilly was saying, like, okay, we could talk again about this later with Gilly. He wants he wants baseball to be a meritocracy. It's supposed to be, but I mean, come on, like these guys are doing it. Yeah. We talked last week about it. I want to believe in him. I want to believe in him until I can't believe in him anymore. I mean, but he's probably doing them. But uh, I mean, are you are you okay? If Lebertar talks about this all the time, if anybody in any sport gets caught. Are you like is no, there I'm never is, surprised. is there anybody who you could be surprised at? No. If anybody gets you have no. you have all anything type of professional No, cuz it's already been proven that everybody can take them. Yeah. Everybody everybody's willing to do them to get yeah. the to get an upper hand. Yeah. So there's there's never a time when you hear about somebody do it, for me anymore at least 
Where I'm like, Tom Brady's really? on steroids. Really? Yeah, I think he is too. For sure, he's on what? steroids. I think Tom Brady does. There was this scene on the. You think um, being a vegan, a super vegan, is going to get you like yeah. being 40, 40 years old and like? There's this. There's this show, uh, uh, Silicon Valley. I don't. I don't know if you guys watch it. I've that. watched. I yeah. But there's this scene in this last season that they had where the rich guy Gavin Bel- uh, Gavin Belson had. He brings in like a young twenty-one-year-old, fit, top of his, you know, whatever. Everything's perfect about him. Sits him down in a chair and does a blood transfusion with him because he says it gives him, you know, power. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to believe that's what Tom Brady does too. <laughs> Just takes like the Tom blood Brady, of the twenty-one-year-old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the like guys he probably sits his children down in the chair. Oh and like, no. You know, puts them no, up. I don't think like, his children are like that's too youth. That like that's like baby youth. But they they got life in them. Yeah, I'm thinking like a youth in its prime. Yeah. I like the way you're talking about it, like an object. That's what it is at this point. <laughs> For him, no. It could be. A youth in his prime. That's what he calls it. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me one youth in his prime. <laughs> here's, a, here's, a, here's a baseball fun fact, though. Oh. Uh, did you know that the Royals have lost four games in a row without scoring at one point? One run, yeah. Yeah, one run. One run. And no team they're going ever for the been, MO yeah. record tonight. Five. Yeah. Five. I don't what? know. Uh, Where they're at. Happened look, yet. It up, look up their game. They're, but you they can check Central. that up. They play Central, so they start at five. Yeah. And uh, we're going to get into some, uh, you know, a little bit of preseason news, a little fantasy football talk with you. We are pretty pumped up ourselves. We just had our first of two uh, fantasy football drafts. What'd you get, Fredo? Oh, uh, Kansas City's up 2 0. Oh, they but, did it. But what, in- what inning is it? Top of the sixth. <clears throat> I wonder what inning they scored because if Third they went and the fourth, uh, okay, and fourth. so they barely because it was if if they went four or five, I think it was four innings, mm-hmm. they would actually set the record for most innings consecutive. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, we had our first of two uh, fantasy football drafts, dynasties, two two different uh, dynasty leagues. Dynasty. Fredo, how did you feel about your draft? Uh, not so good. Really, you don't feel good about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I know Rick was feeling good about it. Rick wouldn't shut up about it. I think I was feeling a lot better about it then until that Joe Williams news. But even then, that one pick, I still got I still got a nice haul. Yeah, you got a day. decent haul. I didn't have a first-round pick. I had a pick at the end of the second round because I actually won that league. And then I had end of the rounds. I actually made a uh, a drunk trade with Fredo that I'm not disappointed about. But, like, I wish I was sober when I had sent it to him. I gave him Randall Cobb for a fourth-round pick. And uh, I took Dee, Dee Westbrook with it. I like him, but I don't know if a sober Mike would have done it. So, <laughs> so we'll see how that works out. Blame it on the ah, 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 ah. Yeah. But no, I, I was happy with it. I, I wanted to get him. I kept trying to trade him anyways. Uh, all right. Preseason football. We had a lot of things happen this past week. It was uh, a sad week for a lot of fans football owners and just, just fans of, of those teams in particular. So let's get it started. Fredo, give me give me that special injury music because we got a couple big injuries right now to to put out there, man. It all started on Friday with Julian Edelman. Man, it was tough. Going down, untouched, on a, after a cut. As soon as you saw it, you knew that's ACL. Mm-hmm. That's an ACL right there. There's no way he goes down like that clutching. Brandon and it's not Cooks bad. go Doo! Yeah. Brandon Cooks could go up, uh, but... 
right now, it, their big concern is just trying to find anybody to take that spot. Because, they, I mean, they showed the numbers. And Tom Brady without Julian, Julian Edelman, I don't care what it is, man, because they can produce with anybody. But without that guy... He's a different he's, quarterback. He's, yeah, he's just not the same. Um, that's why when... Uh, we're going to talk about it later. The rumors about Jarvis Landry, mm-hmm. my ears perk because, I mean, that's the perfect mm-hmm. fit to just come in and, and replace him. Yeah. Yeah, we will get into that. Uh, and then there was uh, Chiefs running back Spencer Ware. Same thing. He was in a crowd. He was in a crowd, but, like, it didn't seem like he took a hard hit. And, uh, he kind of made a little move. Yeah, it was just a little move a in, little in the little move. crowd. Went down, and then he he tried to get up, and he was just gripping at it again. And it turns out that he has a torn PCL. Mm-hmm. So that looks like the stock of Kareem Hunt. And I'm saying it now. Charkandrick West is going to steal a lot of, of carries from Kareem Hunt this year. Because he's still learning the offense. So West knows what he's doing. He's still going to get a lot of play. But for uh, especially in Dynasty Leagues, Kareem Hunt, you want to take him as early as possible. Yep. Take Kareem Hunt. Uh, then we had Cam Meredith. He went down, and that was just a, a, a nasty hit, man. Did you? Did, Fox, didn't even, happen? Fox didn't even want to show it after yeah. that. Saw it happen. I was like, oh man, that didn't look too bad. And then they showed it slow motion, and you saw bone move. Like you saw the knee, his knees. It it, it just bad. did something weird. Yeah. And uh, yeah, ACL gone. They're they're even speculating that it could be a lot more than his ACL, mm-hmm. and it could be one of those injuries that is just difficult to come back from. He's ACL not, itself is difficult to come back from, but uh, this could be. He's not going to be the bad. same player. Yeah. And it's that's really terrible. sad, man, because he was he was a guy who 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 made a roster going to one of those local NFL tryouts. Mm-hmm. It wasn't he wasn't invited to the combine or anything like that. He went to a local tryout, got his got his uh his tryout with the Bears, made the t- made the team, came on last season, looked legit, like, a, like yeah. a receiver. He was their number one receiver this year, and now he's gone. And now who knows what's going to happen to him uh, after this? But th- this is the time. Now they got to see is Kevin White the guy? Is Kevin White gonna, is is he going to step up? We'll see what happens with him, man. But a uh, big blow for them. Uh, Bryce Petty, he avoided what they thought was an NCL sprain, but it just turns out, no, I read that wrong. He avoided a serious knee injury, but all he has is NCL sprain, so he'll be okay. Uh, Cowboys linebacker Anthony Hitchens, he was carted off the field with the injury, uh, on Monday. Wait, Monday? Oh, he's, he's, I got all my fucking notes all backwards. He's under, he's scheduled for surgery on Monday. And uh, it turns out it's a fracture. They thought it was going to be an ACL, and then you know, but not fully torn. They were going to be able to get it in there, sew it up, and he might be able to come back some point towards the end of the season. But turns out when they got in there, they discovered it was a fracture. So he's pretty much lost for the year. So he's done. And then Tyrod Taylor, he suffered a concussion. So the hits for the the Bills just keep on coming. The Bills. They had to sign some jabroni just because he has a concussion, and then. uh, Who's their backup right now? Because it's I'm, it's, I'm blanking on it. I'm, I'm blanking on it right now, but he has a concussion too. Uh, but so, yeah, they, they ended up having to sign some guy to come in and play this week for them. And, uh, yeah, it's not it's not good for the Bills right now, man. Uh, what we were talking about earlier, those reports of Jarvis Landry possibly being uh, shopped by the Dolphins. There were two t- teams that were named. Uh, in connection with it, and one 
was the Pats after that happened. The other was the Bills. But then Adam Gase came out and said he's not going anywhere. But it got out there, man. And he's, usually, he's just the coach. He doesn't yeah. make those decisions. And usually that type of stuff, it it and, turns out to be true. And the thing is, is, is they're not going to resign him, and they're not going to use the franchise tag on him. Mm-hmm. They, they love... They love Devontae Parker. Kenny Stills is there. They're tanking, basically, because they're like, we're not going to do, like, you have the Jets, you have the Bills, and you have the Dolphins in that, in that team just tanking because they lost Tannehill, and so now if they get – I think they feel okay with, with Cutler in there, though, man. I think they – I don't – dude, there's no way they could actually think that they are more than just an 8-8 eight eight team. With I think – Gase feels better about having nothing color. Nothing Tannehill. I think nothing so, man. Tannehill. It was just came off a playoff year. It wasn't Tannehill. Nathan Peterman. It wasn't Nathan uh, Peterman. It, it was the other guy. I can't remember what his name was. They just came off a playoff year mm-hmm. with Tannehill, and he just had one of his best years. We've seen his limitations, though, man. We He's, just uh, came off with one of his best years, mm-hmm. and all all indications were in. He was. Making those better decisions, like in his I don't offense, think like, by them going out and, and getting Jay Cutler, they're in tank mode. Because if they were in tank mode, they just would have said, "Okay, Matt Moore, you're the guy." I think they still want to compete. They want to show the air of compete. But like, dude, okay, they might not be outright tanking, but they know that they're yeah. not going to make any noise. So why are we going to let this walkier guy receiver who actually could get us something? Why are we let him walk? They could trade him. They're mm-hmm. trying. They're wanting a second. They could get a third from yeah. him. Patriots, that is that is right up their mm-hmm. alley. And speaking of teams that are tanking, we've already mentioned Tyrod Taylor, but uh, the Bills, they went ahead and traded Reggie Raglan, uh, their former second-round pick, to the, to the Chiefs for a 2019 fourth-round pick. So they got to wait two years to cash in on that. Uh, you mentioned it in quick, quick hits. Matt Stafford, five-year extension with the Lions, makes him the highest-paid uh, player in NFL history at this point. That's not going to last very long. No. But uh, he was just up next. I mean, that's where we are. A guy like Matthew Stafford, who doesn't deserve that type of money, five and forty-nine versus winning teams. Yeah, one and twenty-five on the road. Yeah. versus winning teams. Uh, a guy who basically retired, uh, maybe arguably a top five greatest wide receiver of all time because mm-hmm. he got tired of playing with him. Yep. Like. He's had talent around him. Everybody's like, oh, he hasn't. He's had great defenses. Mm-hmm. He had Sue and all them. The defense carried him that year. Mm-hmm. He's had great skill guys. He's had fast running backs, receiving running backs. He's had receivers. This guy is the problem. Yeah. Matt Stafford is the problem. He'll put up all the fantasy points. That's why people love him. Yeah. He'll put up four or 5,000 yards in a year, throw for 30 touchdowns. But it's those interceptions, making bad decisions, throwing into double coverage, taking sacks when he shouldn't be. Yeah. Winning. <laughs> Keith, Keith Winning is the guy that the Bills picked up. <laughs> I thought you were saying he was winning. I was like, that's <laughs> I, I looked at you like, uh, I was like, did you not hear what he just said? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he doesn't deserve that, man. Nope. But he's going to get it because uh, he's technically one of the top 15 quarterbacks yeah. in the league. I mean, I heard an interesting point today. 
Why aren't you going to the Jets? The Jets would play a haul for him. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not the quarterback. Yeah. So why not just pay... Like, the Jets, He like even uh, Stu Gott said he would be one of the greatest Jets quarterbacks in franchise history. But he's not the guy. So they would be love to have somebody like him. They'd pay two first-round draft picks in a second, maybe. Yep. Go throw him over there and a player. Yeah, try to try to give him a... Take, like, a Petty or a Hackenberg back in a deal and see what you and got just, with them. And just throw him out there... Tank one year, go get your own quarterback that you could groom, and then mm-hmm. there you go. With yep. all those picks. But instead, they gave him forty nine million guaranteed. Ninety two, so. I thought it was. Oh, I thought you said forty two. Right no, now, no, ninety two. Ninety two. Ninety two. Ninety two million guaranteed out yeah. of a hundred thirty five million dollar contract. Good job, Lions. Good job. Uh, the Browns, they're looking to make a move. Uh, Joe Hayden now on the block and twenty fifteen first round pick. Uh, offensive lineman Cam Irving, he is now on the block. He's been a little bit of a disappointment. So is Joe Hayden, I guess, if you look at it. But uh, Hayden's due $11 million this year. So you got to find somebody who's willing to take on that type of salary. A lot of Raider talk about it right now. I say no. I mean, you say no, but he would, like, as 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 not good of a quarterback. quarterback. They, have jo- they have Joe Hayden's, is what I'm saying. <laughs> they, you know? but, but he would be a better Joe Hayden. You'd just be paying him $11 million. Yeah, the, already, <laughs> they've already got two Joe Hayden's. Somebody who's going to gamble, yeah. may get an interception or two, but get beat a yeah, lot. Yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> uh, the Jets, sticking with the trade move, uh, uh, they're talking about shipping Matt Forte out. Now, the, the thing about that, that is, is that he's, what, 34 years old? 32. 32. About to be okay. 32. And uh, but he carries a four million dollar contract that's fully guaranteed. And for a running back that age with his uh, injury history now, that's that's a hard sell. So yeah. they're either going to have to hold on to him or just outright cut him. I mean, the reports are looks that he looks good since he's been back to practice, but who knows how long those hamstrings? That's are why right? they're trying to get rid of him now. Because <laughs> who knows how long those hamstrings? Because they got Powell. Yeah. Like, like we, I've said it, he was my breakout running back, Powell. You want mm-hmm. Powell? Like you could get him late, maybe fifth or sixth round. Pow. Yeah. What did the fox say? Pow. 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 <laughs> Pow. Uh, rookie wide receiver Corey Davis, he returned to practice uh, on Tuesday, today, if you're listening to us today. And uh, he's been out since August 3rd with a hamstring injury. Uh, he's still the most talented wide receiver in, in that draft. And uh, he is going to be a little bit behind. But don't hesitate on drafting Corey Davis. Don't do it. This could be the Odell Beckham effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they didn't see him during the preseason. Uh, took a chance. Some people took him late. We know people who took him late. First round, second round, got away with one right there. Slipped past. Bragging about it like they knew that that's what Odell was going to be. Yeah. Like, no, you didn't know that, dude. And you know who you are if you're listening to this. And finally, the game between the Cowboys and the Texans will be moved to Arlington due to flooding in Houston. Uh, I, I also saw something about that that said... That tickets will be twenty five dollars, and proceeds are going to the American Red Cross. So that's a good thing. And if that you want to donate, donate to the Red Cross. Yeah, that's I mean, what I would say. There's other, there's other, you know. But if you want to just something simple, easy, Red Cross, Houston. All right, we're gonna do something here. Rick had this suggestion uh, last week, and uh, you you want you want to start it off or what? Um. Yeah. I mean, I just think we could go. Down uh, each team that has a running back by committee, and just kind of talk about the situation, some of the players, and and where we think that we sh- we would go in that situation. Uh, first off, Baltimore, Kenneth Dixon goes down. Uh, you have Danny Woodhead, 
Uh, Terrence West in the backfield. Yeah. Uh, Buck Allen. Yeah. Terrence West is the guy to own. To me, he's the guy to own on that team. Danny Woodhead, he will get hurt at some point. Yep. I, I know he's going to get mm-hmm. hurt at some point. And Buck Allen, I believe he's... He's oh, no, a plotter. I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, Kenneth Dixon. But uh, if you're looking for like a flex type, Buck Allen could be that guy because he's actually pretty good out of the backfield. But Terrence West will be their bell cow. Yeah, and he's going to get think, the touchdowns yeah. inside the red zone. Mm-hmm. Like the guy... Like Danny Woodhead's gonna get those PPR points if he but, stays healthy. But that's the thing. If like he's he's most likely going. And he to hasn't get. had a healthy season for a little while. So. Well, he had one two years ago. That's two years. No, two years ago. The two the year the year before that not the yeah. year after that not. Yeah. So that's not looking good. Yeah. Uh, then you got Carolina. I believe you have Carolina second, right? Uh, Carolina, they yep. just drafted Christian McCaffrey. Jonathan. Stewart. They have Jonathan Stewart. They have Cameron Artis Payne, who they like. I'm yeah. not. Do they still have Mike Tolbert? Uh, no. Okay, so yeah, they don't have... Maybe. Maybe. No, uh, he's, he was with the Bills, I thought. Oh, uh, maybe. Uh, but they do have Curtis Samuel, and he could steal some carries from them as well. Uh, but obvi- I think it's obvious here. I think this one's obvious. you got to have Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. You have to have him. He's the, he's he's looked great running behind that line. Mm-hmm. He, he's really patient, and that's what people forget about him. They just look at him and see a small white guy, and they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, it's not going to translate. But he... Watching him run during the preseason, takes his time, waits for the play to uh, develop, and, you know, explodes through the hole. I agree. Yeah. And, he, you know, can't. I mean, we don't need, even, even need to say he's great I as a uh, wide receiver. And I think he's. I think once they, they once McCaffrey gets more into the playbook, and once they really realize his skill set, I think a lot of those, like, option plays, I think they're going to start running them again with McCaffrey because, I mean, he could slice through and once – you have those two dangerous weapons running to the outside, and you got to make that end, make that decision. That's pretty tough. Yeah. And if you get get that flip out that right time, McCaffrey's going to break and hit that seam, and he could he could break a few. So mm-hmm. I think that'd be a nice a nice wrinkle for them. Yeah. Uh, next is going to be Cincinnati. You got the. I mean, it's a three headed monster. You got Mixon, you got Hill, and you got Giovanni Bernard. Mixon can do both. You got a power runner in Hill, and you got the lightning in in Geo. He's looked good. Since he's been back off the ACL surgery last year, they look like they still want to use him in mm-hmm. the offense. He's got a role, so um, I'm it's because he's a great receiver, man. Yeah, and he, he and he does that way better than any, much more yeah. than uh, the other two Mixon and uh, he'll do it. Yeah. Eventually, Mixon's going to take it over because he is that combination of uh, of speed I, and size. I see him as an Adrian Peterson with with hands. Mm-hmm. Like I literally see the running style, the body. I mean, shape. the hands aren't that great. But I see he's Adrian Peterson with hands. Yeah. And eventually Jeremy Hill gets phased out. Yeah. And, and they it, start looking to move him somewhere or he's just getting into Well, he, he's coming cut. off on his, his, the end of his rookie deal anyways. Yeah. I, don't, I can't remember if they picked up his, his fifth-year option. Uh, if they didn't, then he's a free agent after this year. Long run, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Uh, short but, run, probably Jeremy Hill until, until he proves that he's not going to do it. Like if you're a redraft league, you might take uh, Jeremy Hill – before Joe Mixon, even though that's tough, yeah. man. I've seen it. I've seen I mean, it. I would even want to take. I I wouldn't mind having Geo towards the middle of like. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't mind having Geo as a stash if you have the roster spot and you're like, I don't really like anybody and Geo's there. Like, I'm definitely taking a flyer on him because I think if they're behind, he's going to be getting those uh, those two minute drills. I mean, I think he's going to be. A big part of that offense, yeah. still, because they liked him better than Jeremy Hill last year. Yeah, the only re- and Jeremy Hill scored 178 points when he was the feature back for the majority of it. Yeah. So I'm not really expecting big things from yeah. him anymore. And then, then we have Dallas. The thing about Dallas now, with the news coming out today, 
it's not even set in stone that Zeke's not going to be able to play at all this year. Because yeah. he can just appeal this thing all the way through to like the till next year and uh, get a full season out of him. So at this point, I don't even know if we should talk about it because d- we still have tomorrow to deal with with them. Yeah. Because they could always come back with a verdict but tomorrow. We could talk about McFadden and Morris. Yeah. McFadden is the one who's getting the ball at this point, but yeah. he's also had the long history of injuries. And actually, mm-hmm. behind the ones, or behind the one offensive line and with the ones, Alfred Morris yeah. has looked a lot better. Yeah. We agree that Alfred Morris looked better. They really like McFadden. Yeah. I think if you if you have the opportunity the to take out of them. Jerry, it's yeah. Jerry Jones, Arkansas. If you have the opportunity to take out of them, let's say Zeke does get that suspension tomorrow, which is Wednesday for us. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, you want McFadden. Yeah, and you he, can probably get him in like the sixth, maybe seventh round. Yeah, maybe fifth. You might have to reach a little bit. But I, w- I actually that think that Alfred Morris would be the better back behind him. I kind of hope Alfred Morris gets cut and goes somewhere they can actually be used. He's, he's a starter. Very, he's very behind behind them there. He's a starter. Yeah. So I mean, everybody makes a big deal about his hands. He's uh, yeah. I mean, he has some clunkers on there. But he could still like catch the ball and do certain things that like I just think he's got a. This guy gave you sixteen hundred yards. Yeah, he's got a stigma and like he just can't he just yeah. can't shake it. Does right he now. have bad hands or something? But he, no. but he's fresh. Yeah, he's fresh. Yeah. Um. Next is going to be Denver. Um. Jamal Charles was, was apparently given the number one job today. You still have C.J. Anderson. Uh, you have rookie D'Angelo Henderson. Uh, who else you have over there? Oh, you have Devontae Booker, yeah. second-year running back. Mm-hmm. So um, I've never been a big fan of Booker. You could take him out for yeah, me. me too. Um, Henderson, he looked good until he had those two fumbles. They lost one the other night. Um, still, I would take the flyer on him as far as like, you know, because C.J. Anderson injury prone and Jamal Charles is injury prone. Henderson's the stash guy, but if, if yeah. Jamal Charles can give you, you know, a third of what he's been giving – other teams when he's healthy like that's the guy you want man. but i mean how many points are you going to really expect from him at this point because we're in fantasy football you gotta i mean i know you don't like to predict points but okay maybe you're not going to predict yards and this and catches and touchdowns but you could say okay like 100 points 150 points 200 points because 200 points is a decent starter at any position mm-hmm. so i mean are you saying 150 points because that's just like an average like you yeah, like I, why are you even i would say him? i would say more than that though with him but we're, but we have to, how am i doing this am i saying he's gonna get 250 if he's healthy yeah, that's. I mean, that's what you're. So that's if, what it's going to be with. If him. that's what you feel, because I'm not going to take away the fact that Jamal Charles is a stud. Yeah, like Jamal Charles. If Jamal, if Jamal Charles is Jamal Charles, you got a number one running back on your hands. I mean, see, for me, like if I'm if I'm in a redraft league and I'm drafting him and I take him and he has a good two three games, I'm trading him right yeah. away. Yeah, I mean, I'm that's trading him right that's away. That's a good strategy. Like I have no problem with that strategy. You know, it's risk reward. Mm-hmm. And you could also choose to hold on to him and see if he stays healthy. That's just the chance that you're, you're going to have to take. Or if his injury is only one where he misses a few games and he comes back for the playoff run because that's the biggest thing. Like you could make your fantasy playoffs most of the time cuz I mean most 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 do like 6 6 out of 10 teams. Yeah. So you're just hoping that you get your guys healthy for the run. Yeah. Uh, we got Detroit. Uh, what happened? <laughs> Break your leg, you yeah. All right, so you want to cut it short because you both looked at the time. Yeah, right? I was looking at it. We'll, we'll do this one and then we'll move on because we got to talk to uh, the guys from them. We're almost at an hour already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll finish this up next week before the season starts. But uh, Detroit, uh, they got Theo Riddick. They have Amir Abdullah who's, who the, is getting a lot of – 
a lot of pub right now. Yeah, he's looking. But they're good. really high on him. He's looking good. Uh, Zach Zinner, he's still there in the mix, uh, and I like I, I like Zach Zinner, man. He brings something to him, but they're looking for something more explosive. And then Dwayne Washington, uh, to me, it's it's Theo Riddick. It, he's the guy you have to for sure for sure own. Uh, Abdullah is is he's the risk guy for me. I think both of them are risk because I had both of them. Uh, Theo Riddick is an injury, but he's a small back. He's a very thin back. Um, but Stafford loves him. Stafford I, I loved him, I loved him when I had him when mm-hmm. he when he played. Yeah, I mean he would get you twelve to fifteen points, and he'd he'd come out with those twenty point games. Like yeah, I loved him, but when he's healthy, yeah, I I would say go with him. Like I know because I see people uh, talking about Amir Abdullah, where they take him. Uh, trades that have been offered to him, and they have him valued so high right now. Because like so high, we we can. But just looking at what he's done the past couple of years, how can he have that high of a value right now? I just don't understand it. Because he's explosive. He's explosive. He, he's explosive. Yeah, that's that's true. And, he's and, fast. That, and that's and that's what's gonna like. Yeah. And that, that's what's gonna get people's ears perked. He's explosive. But he gets hurt easily. Well. This was the first year, last year was the first year he's ever missed games, even college, high school, or anything. Fumbles. But, but, he did need surgery after his rookie year mm-hmm. on his shoulder, and it did, uh, it did uh, affect his running. He was not a, as good as a runner in the second half when he had the injury. Yeah. So. I don't know. We got some more for you next week uh, to get you ready for your fantasy football season. We ran a little long. I think I went a little too long with the uh, ran or anything. But, yeah, we're going to give a call to uh, the guys from the Pod Express right now. Talk a little bit of uh, boxing and wrestling with them. Because there's some stuff. Wrestling. See what they pick up. It's been a while. Yeah. I told them we were going to call them in 40 minutes. <laughs> 30, and, uh, 40 minutes. We've been over an hour for them. So they were just probably like, ah, fuck these guys. We're going to sleep. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm here. All right. So we got Mike with us. Uh, is Joe on with us? I think he fell asleep. He said he was ready. Oh, okay. Well, whenever Joe gets in, we he'll just join us. Uh, but at least with us right now, and probably in a little bit, are the guys from the Podcast Express. Uh, Mike is on with us right now, and Joe hopefully joining us here soon. You can follow them on Twitter at the Pod Express, also at Joe Gilbert 1992, and at Get Up Mike. Uh, they do a uh, wrestling-based show for the most part with some UFC, and that's their thing, man. The good listen. They just had an interview with the guy who uh, jumped off the fucking second story yeah. or whatever of that building and hit the concrete and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I found I found them to be a little dry, but I found the video funny. <laughs> and, you know, like everybody has their own thing about it. He has a good story, though, man. If you if you listen to the interview, the guy has a good story. Uh, go go ahead and go check them out uh, to hear that. Support them too. Uh, all right. So until Joe, Joe joins us, we're gonna go ahead and get started. We're gonna talk some uh, Mayweather McGregor with you first. Uh, we were actually all supposed to watch it together, but Mike decided he was too good for us. <laughs> and uh, didn't, but okay. I just, we just got done talking about this at the beginning of the show. Uh, feelings are we hated it. What? Do, how do you feel about that fight? Three days later. Uh, three days later, I feel like it was probably in the top five most entertaining fights that Floyd Mayweather ever had because he had this reputation coming from. Uh, at least from me and other guys like me, 
um, who are huge combat sports fans, but maybe boxing's not our like favorite sport. Um, we I found him to be boring. I, there's only a few fights that I can point to where I was thoroughly entertained uh, by what I was seeing, and this was one of them. I, I thought Connor fought awkwardly, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> I love the I. I love the fact that he was doing hammer fists and back fists, and uh, it kind of at times seemed like he had no idea what he was doing, but he was just doing it, and I thought that was great. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I I enjoyed everything about it. I wish that Mayweather would have won by decision because then I would have made some money off of the fight. So un- unfortunately, he finished him in the 10th round. Um but I I think that both guys came out looking better. I think that Conor McGregor is going to be an even bigger star than he was before in the UFC. I I really don't think he has any business going back to boxing unless he wants to do that full-time and work his way up, uh, which he is not going to do. There's not enough money in it. So I uh, I I thought it was great. I thought the buildup was great. I thought the post-fight shows were great. And um, and I watched it at my aunt's house, who doesn't like boxing, with my cousin and my uh, wife, and everybody seemed to enjoy it. So I I thought it was a good show. Uh, I don't know about that, Mike. I don't I don't agree with that take on it. Uh, I actually well, hated so, it. But Mike, you were already so you were already predisposed to hating it before you went in. No, but so see, you didn't even go into it with an open mind but you because you've been back. talking shit about it for a while. Yes, but you can go back and you can check my tweets, which you can go back and check the history of. I'm not sure if I did it on my own personal one or uh, the <laughs> GTP Mike and Rick, but I did say yes. I was not excited about this fight, but after watching these. Uh, uh, press conferences leading up to it, they kind of won me over. And I believe that you even answered me in one of them. So you know that they had won me over in it. But the closer that we yeah. got to it, and then actually seeing it, it was a disgrace. It was a slap in the face of boxing. Oh, it was, Mike. It oh, was. My what he was doing in that ring. It was ring not a slap didn't in the even face live of up. boxing. He, people are giving Conor McGregor way too much credit for what he... He didn't accomplish shit in that ring. Anything he that, lasted 10 any, rounds with Mayweather. He didn't last 10 rounds. Mayweather took him 10 rounds. Exactly. Mayweather, if, May, Mayweather, saying, well, if Mayweather wanted to take him out earlier, he would have done yeah. so. Then why didn't he do it? Because he was placing bets on himself couldn't. to knock him out in the 10th round, Mike. They said He said that they wouldn't even accept his money at the sportsbook. Yeah, but book. did you hear him also so, say that he gave his... By what, did you but hear Mike, him by say, what you on. are saying, that by what you are saying right now, that the only reason is because he was point-shaving or whatever, yeah. then Mayweather is a bigger disgrace to boxing yeah. than Conor McGregor yeah. ever will yeah. be. Yeah, and I don't give him any credit for this fight. He doesn't have 50 wins in my book. This was this was oh, terrible. Well. And, and if you want to call it point-shaving, if you want to call it a, a gambling scheme, whatever you want to call it, yeah, I think he did it. He even said that he gave money to the people in his... Uh, entourage when he couldn't place a bet on himself because they told him he could place a bet on himself to win straight out but he couldn't place a bet on himself to win in the 10th round so he gave money to the people in his group six figures sent them out and they placed bets on him guarantee you that's what happened because he could have had him out way earlier than that man this was it was well, terrible fortunately well fortunately for him and for uh, McGregor and the sport of boxing everybody that's not a boxing snob like you and Dan Rayfield are, are, that's how you say it. We're, we're, all, we're entertained by it. 
But yeah. then you, you got you got these pundits that are going, I this is an absolute disgrace. I cannot believe that he used a hammer fist. Yeah, it was what terrible. incarnation is going on here? There's a guy in there with a zero zero rod. Shut the fuck up. It was a fun fight to watch. Yeah, Everybody but calm down. You listen to the guy. Boxing leave. boxing is going to be just fine. In a few weeks, they yeah. got another fight. Yes, it's probably going to do about eight hundred fifty thousand buys. It's going to be a huge fight. Boxing will move on. Save this was a freak show. This is a freak show. It's not the first freak show in boxing history. It's not going to be the last. It was probably the biggest, though. Everybody is going to be okay. All we heard was Connor had all the skills. He used to train in my boxing gym when he grew up. <laughs> all this other stuff. And then he gets in there and, like, Rick, Rick said it perfectly. It's like he tried to take a fucking prom picture with them every round. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did kind of like a, he in, in a UFC fight. He would have ripped his arms limb from limb sure. and just destroyed this guy, right? Yeah. He looked so much bigger than him. He was like, uh, he was twisting him around, and that everybody's saying that Mayweather turned his back. No, McGregor positioned him that way. Yeah. Because he could turn them. He had that much size and power over yeah. him. Um, the so the uh, the only thing that I because people are saying, well, Mag, uh, McGregor won the first three rounds, or for yeah, the first three rounds. Round four goes to McGregor, and then he, you know, or round four goes to Mayweather, and McGregor wins another round. Yada, yada. Look, the only reason why he won the first three rounds is because Mayweather was letting him punch himself out. He landed, I want to say, two, like actual really hard one, shots. There was which one is, meaningful which punch. Is, the uppercut. The uppercut yeah. up in the first round, which surprised the hell out of me because whenever he came out and he darted across that ring and he started throwing punches, I was like, this is going to be bad for McGregor because he is slow and he's awkward and it just it it looks like he has no idea what he's doing and it's because he really didn't he did not need to be in there with Floyd Mayweather <laughs> but I but so you but people like the boxing snobs that want to give him any credit well why not give him some credit he went in there and he put his balls on the line right and he and he was tough he didn't go down he was going to the referee saved him. But he was really fucking tough. He fought his heart out, and you know what? And now he's going to be a bigger star because of it. Uh, I, everybody in the situation won. I think boxing wins uh, because there are some couple of guys on the undercard that I had never heard of before. They got a little bit of exposure, mm-hmm. not from anybody in the arena because all those rich fucks that buy those tickets don't show up until like the main event starts. Yeah. But uh, I, I think as like a Showtime. Got to um, advertise a lot of their stuff. UFC just adver- advertised their GSP Michael uh, Bisping pay-per-view. Uh, more where Nalo got some exposures. A lot of UFC guys were on the Showtime broadcast and vice versa. So I, I thought it was a I thought it was just a really cool event overall. Oh, you're wrong, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're all entitled to our opinion there, but uh, you know. We just we just happen to have different ones. Go ahead, Rick. So do you you obviously see McGregor going back and fighting? Because you said there's no money in boxing, but actually, like even for mid card purses, they make more money than title fights for UFC. So like there really isn't the money for him to go back to get his ass beat. I mean, I know he's winning in UFC, but he's still fighting and getting his face knocked in. So like, do you really yeah, see so him going back to whole- UFC to or or pursuing a different career altogether? No, no, he's going back to UFC. The pay structure for McGregor pay-per-views is going to have to change, meaning that it's going to have to be built more like a boxing pay-per-view in that there's going to be the main event and then a bunch of guys you've never heard of on the undercard making 
you know, bare, basically bare minimum. Um, and he's going to get percentage points, like uh, more percentage points now than when he gets. He's going to have to make at least thirty million a pay per view, yeah. in order for them to satisfy him. Yeah. There's think, nobody. Okay, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, there's there's nobody in boxing right now that he is going to make more money with than he would in his average UFC pay per view. Um, other than other, hold on, hold on. <laughs> other than other than Canelo or Triple G, which he wants no fucking part of. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be Triple the dumbest G thing for him to ever him. do. He will be retired. If he goes in there, especially if he goes in with Triple G, Triple G is not going to let him get a few rounds in. Triple G is going to fuck him up quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Quick. So, uh, I mean, you think he's going to make a lot of money with Pauli Malignaggi? Pro no. no. Like, no. Pauli Malignaggi yeah. never sold a pay-per-view in his life, right? He's he's a he's a second-rate announcer at best. Yeah. So, he's only been like, on one I, I, yeah. Right. So, he, he there is more money in the UFC for him right now because he can fight Nate Diaz. And now, and in a trilogy fight, and he can make thirty to forty million off of that, um, because he he just transcended into this another level of superstardom, to where okay, Mayweather's gone. The absolute top draw in all of combat sports is, is Conor McGregor, and and then it's going to be McGregor, and then everybody else. Canelo Triple G is going to do good. They might get a million, right? But Conor McGregor is going to sell more pay per views than his next UFC fight than that Canelo Triple G fight will. That's a hot take right there. That's hot. We'll that's a hot take one. Tuesday, baby. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Yeah, that's scorching. Hey, well, Fredo, write, that, still, hey, just, write that down. Still, yeah. Fredo, write that down. Yeah, uh, write it actually down. Actually, quote it. I'm telling you right it on now. We're going to quote it out. Because we still have to see the numbers yeah. off this to see if they're even uh, anywhere Pacquiao, close to where people thought that they were going to be. Yeah. That's, what, this, we, that's hey, what we really have to do. This was the absolute most talked about event that I think. Uh, it's right up there with the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. I mean, what's funny is, is like right before the fight, uh, my wife and I went to Walmart and we actually saw old ladies wearing McGregor versus Mayweather t-shirts <laughs> trying to get snacks for the fight, yeah. right? Like people that don't watch boxing, don't watch UFC, they don't even care about sports. They were all interested in this fight. I, I, I it's going to do 4 million easy. So let me just ask you this before we decide to move on. Uh, Rick asked you that question about him going back. You said he's going to need more money uh, plus percentage points and all this other stuff. Could that possibly be something that leads to the downfall of how Dana White runs the UFC and how he pays the rest of his fighters? Uh, it In the long run, it could, absolutely. Because I, I think that that's been one of the bad things for boxing um, is because – there, and I hate to say this because I think the fighters should get as much money as they can while they can. But I, I think that's been part of the, the bad thing about boxing is that you only get really one good fight on a card and you're not getting a whole lot of them. But the UFC was built more on the pro wrestling model where they give you five to six good fights, five to six marquee fights on a pay-per-view. And then everybody kind of gets a cut of that money. Um, but McGregor has become this like superstar, and he is going to have to just have his own pay-per-views. I wouldn't even be shocked because they're they're I mean the renegotiation period starts now for his next fight. He's already started marketing his next fights. As soon as that fight was over, he already started talking shit, saying, "Oh well, he couldn't put me down." Blah blah blah. And now I want Nate Diaz. He already started as soon as that fight was over. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if he started co-promoting events with the UFC, which is the one thing they said they would never do. And they got to break the rules for him because you got, we just talked about it last week. Their other superstar 
Okay, Ronda's dead. She's gone, right? Mm-hmm. She she's never coming back. She's she's gonna be at uh, WrestleMania next year. Yeah. Another hot take, right? Yep. Yeah. Hot so takes. the other the other guy, John Jones, he could be suspended anywhere from two to four years. Yeah. So they got one guy right now, and it's Conor McGregor, um, and he's going to get exactly what he wants. And you know what? Good for him. Fuck it. These guys are the ones putting their bodies on the line. Yeah. They should hold them up for as much money as possible. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. but he's just, he's going to he's going to be the trend now. Like he's going to set to where like kids are coming up becoming UFC fighters. He they're going to have to become that personality because that's what's going to sell in that sport. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, but so he, he didn't start that trend. Chael Sonnen? Right? He he Chael Sonnen before him, Muhammad Ali back in mm-hmm. you know the back in the seventies, he got it from pro wrestling. Like it, you know Mayweather. Basic last week, and he was on Fox. They asked him what happened with him, and he goes, "Well, I I did what Hulk Hogan did, right? Turn I had to go from the pretty boy all American to this bad guy villain, and then he became a superstar. So this isn't this isn't McGregor's idea. He just." He just perfected it. No, I'm There's saying, nobody. Well. No, I'm saying he opened. Yeah, and he's he does open it well. The doors for the UFC for the next for the next generation to do it. Yeah, because now it's going to happen. Absolutely. Yeah, but the only yeah, problem a- with that absolutely. is that you can tell when somebody's just not good at it and they're trying to do it. Yeah, yeah kind of like so the, the, yeah, and then the reins and and then you're gonna you're night. gonna get guys and there's already um there's a there's a guy coming up in the UFC right now. His name is a Chase Sherman, uh-huh. and he has stuff written for him and he got called out on it. Like he actually has a guy <laughs> who writes. For him. And uh, whenever he got caught up in a one-on-one kind of verbal sparring session, he had no idea what to say. So then yeah. he waited until he got some words written for him, and then went onto Twitter and tweeted them out. Wow, that's yeah. funny. All right, we'll, we'll move on from that. From uh, you know that that uh, hot take from Mike right now. We're, we're we're gonna tweet that out. Did we already tweet that out? Hot take. Hot take. Yeah, hot take is gonna be hot tweeted take. out. All right. Did you guys see Raw last night? Right I did. Uh, the only part I saw was that uh, promo that Cena and Cena Reigns and Reigns had. promo. Quite impressed with Cena, not so much with Reigns, but I, I like I like the whole route that they took with it. What did you think about that, Mike? I know that's like the hot thing that that was going around after uh, Raw last night. Yeah, no, I I thought it was great. I think Cena's at his best when he can go in there and verbally spar with somebody one on one, and Roman Reigns is at his worst. He is not very quick witted at all. And Cena tripped him up, and he tripped him up bad. And he really spit some fire at that guy, and I thought it was fantastic. I always kind of dig it whenever they they go into the the shoot, you know, promos where it's like it's a written promo, but it's supposed to sound real, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of what he did, saying, oh, everybody wants me to do a heel turn and this and that. And so I, I, I loved everything about it. The only thing I didn't like, and I got to give you credit uh, for this, was uh, when Gallows and Anderson came out right after this amazing promo where these guys hate each other, they want to tear each other's heads off, and then all of a sudden now they're a, a fucking tag team. And I thought that really took a lot of wind out of the rivalry between these two guys. Right, and then they let them win. Like, okay, you want yeah. to put them in a tag match, that's fine. But let one of them lose and then let them fight each other. Then you're also getting uh, Gallows and Anderson a big win that they need. They, they could have just handled that so much better. Instead, they let them win and they do their stupid stare down. Yeah. After that, like, see, that's the scene epic, I like. It was an epic promo. That's the scene I want to see, man. And uh, yeah. I know that you can't do that all the time because then it kind of taints those It, bar- those it literally takes. buries them, though. Yeah. It, oh, it did. 
that that destroyed. Hey, that he's destroyed. Like, congratulations! It took five years for you to cut a decent promo. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, the, and the best part is that it wasn't even decent. He just what do you call him? Like a punk ass bitch. Like that's yeah. the, that's the type of shit we say when we're in the sixth grade. Like our tough shit, you yeah. know? Like you're a punk ass bitch. Real, yes. real yeah. quick, that's what that's what I say when I don't have a comeback. <laughs> right? And yeah. you know, he destroyed him, man. I mean, in that part where he froze him. I felt bad for yeah. him, man. He literally got yeah. speechless. Like, because, he didn't know what to say. Because he, he seen him went through that whole thing about talking about how, uh, or no, it was Reigns that brought up how they feed him the young guys and then he just destroys them. You know, he yeah. has the shovel and this and that. If they wrote that for, for, for Reigns and let Cena do his own response or gave him that response, to me that feels like they're trying to kill Reigns. Yeah. Because it's like he, he destroyed him. I mean, he this, destroyed yeah. him. Everything about him that made him Roman Reigns leading into it, they murdered him on it, and then they tried to say it's still Roman Reigns because he flipped the table. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, they 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 absolutely did. I don't think that they. I think they were just testing it out. They're like, let's see how he will do mm-hmm. in in this situation. And there's a good possibility that they gave Cena exactly what they wanted him to say. But he's John Cena, and he went out there and said whatever the fuck he wants, knowing he's yeah. not going to get in trouble. Yeah. And Roman Reigns could not come, come back, back with that. Um, the uh, WWE Network has a really good documentary on the, the Rock-John Cena rivalry, and John Cena openly brags about doing just that to The Rock <laughs> in, in that documentary. And he did do it to him a couple of times where he thought John Cena was supposed to go this way, and Cena went the other way to trip him up. Yeah. Uh, Fortunately for that program, The Rock was able to hang with him. He could hang with anybody. Yeah. But Roman Reigns, not so much. Uh, that, that pause was brutal, man. <laughs> it was. It was. It, everybody. It was uncomfortable for everybody. Yeah. There, like it's like he farted and he was just waiting for the first person to smell it. <laughs> uh, Gilly, um, in order to save Roman Reigns after this, because I mean they had like, or or in order to to save Roman Reigns from four people in general. Uh, do they have to take him away for a while and repackage him and have him come back as, as something different and then have him carried by somebody else? Because, I mean, at this point, he's a lost cause. Like, he's never going to get over. No, he he's going to get over. He, so, I'm not, I can't say he's never, he's over right now. Like, when he comes into with, the arena, the people go apeshit. Yeah. So, they don't care about that part. All yeah. they care right now, and which... You know, it's not it's not wrestling from uh, 1994, right? Yeah. So they don't care who who you want to boo, who you want to cheer. They have their guys. They've been doing it with Cena for the last 15 years, and now they're doing it with Roman Reigns. Um, he's never going to be the like um, the cheered guy as he's walking into the arena. Maybe in 10 years he will be kind of like for the most part. That's what Cena's getting right now. He still gets some boos. But for the most part, he comes into the arena, especially at house shows, and he's the cheered guy. So that that's never going to happen. They don't care about that part. They, they've given up on that. All they care about is are people coming to the building, are people watching on television, and are they buying his merchandise? And the answer to all three of those things is yes. So uh, I don't think that they need to repackage him. I think that what is going to happen is he's going to get this win over Cena. And they're going to start their build for uh, Brock and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, which I think is a mistake. I think it should be Strowman and Brock. I think that's the program you go with. But, nope, they're going to go back to that well with Roman Reigns and uh, Brock Lesnar uh, um, and, and do that all over again. And there was a rumor going around today. I don't know if you guys caught it. That um, Actually, it came from Chris Jericho. 
he was on the, that busted open radio show on Sirius XM, and he they were asking him like, why are they doing the Cena Reigns match so early? Why aren't they saving it for WrestleMania? And he goes, Cena's got two movies that he's going to take off to film. He might not even be at WrestleMania next year. His wow. schedule is going to be so bogged down. And he just got announced for another. He's doing another TV show coming up. So he's and he's doing the he's going to be in that new Ferdinand movie, which uh, my wife and I saw the previews for that. I am going to have to go to that, unfortunately. But <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> he's the voice of that. So he's got all these things going on. They probably have to do this now. Get it out of the way now. Get him that get Roman Reigns that victory over him because they don't know when he's coming back. Mm-hmm. So uh, lots of irons on the fire here. Yeah. So he was actually scheduled to fight Samoa Joe, and that's the reason we got that weird tag team match. But Joe got hurt. I didn't hear anything about this. What happened to him? Uh, he had a match with Cena over the weekend, I think in uh, Buttfuck, Arkansas, or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and Very popular place. He, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess he got hurt on uh, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> he got hurt on Saturday, uh-huh. and uh, and he felt like he could go. He got to the arena uh, last night, and the doctors checked him out like right before Raw, and they said, "No, your your knees busted up." So he might actually be out, you know, uh, quite a quite a bit of time. Unfortunately, I bet you it was one of those STFUs, man. Yeah, he has vicious ones. Because he always slaps those on hard, and I'm always like, "How does he never?" Fuck someone's knee. I said that, that. and you laughed at me. No, you just you you're like Mod Flanders when it comes to watching no, wrestling. I you said, think dude, everybody's hurt, man. I said, dude, that's gotta hurt their knee. And you laughed at me. I don't know if that's what it, what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. No, because you're just like, oh no, it's no, no, no. <laughs> you, you do that. Ask, nope. ask Fredo. No. Nope. All right, so Joe, we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, see what happens with him. Uh, but here's some reckless uh, speculation for you. Actually, it might not be reckless. It was pretty. It was pretty obvious. I think Xavier Woods fucked up his Achilles, man. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, a word going around today is what he's telling everybody. He sprained his MCL and he's going to be fine. He'll be out a few weeks. <laughs> that didn't look like an MCL sprain, man. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's what the word was on Twitter as of like two hours ago. I have not been on Twitter in a little while. Though, oh, tonight. So. Uh, the uh, the only person I saw that said that it was his Achilles was uh, fake news Fredo. So, not not yeah, sure how credible that is. It's funny because I, I wrote it down in my notes. I didn't uh, tell it to anybody, and I saw Fredo do that, and I thought to myself, what a bastard. He took my hot take. Yeah. yeah. So, whatever. All right. And then, so, yeah, I hope it's just a, a, a little sprain on him, man, and he'll be back in no time if that's the case. But if it's the Achilles, we won't be seeing him for a good long while, which would suck because the whole New Day thing, I'm kind of over it, but they're still popular, man. They're, they're still popular. Yeah. I know it's tough for them. Uh, and finally... I saw, I, I, I kind of saw a little uh, thread of people going off on this whole thing with Sexy Star, whatever. I think it was out in AAA. She broke or dislocated somebody's arm, and people are vowing not to wrestle or invite her to places where they're wrestling. I'm not sure what's going on. What, what happened there? Well, so she was in a match with this girl named Rosemary, who is on uh, Global Force, and... Um, I guess earlier in the match, two other girls were like being rough with Sexy Star, and um, for whatever reason, Sexy Star her finishing move is the armbar. Uh-huh. And whenever she got the armbar in, and the girl tapped out, she started pulling on it really hard and popped her elbow, and apparently did it on purpose. And 
uh, after the show, I guess she had to apologize to everybody. Nobody was really buying it. She was making a bunch of excuses, so now they're going to do like a public apology. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just something that you don't do in pro wrestling. If someone gives you their body, it's your job to protect them. And she just basically took liberties with her for no real apparent reason from what anybody can tell. Um, and that's not the first time that she's done that. So wow. who, who knows? Who, I mean, she shouldn't really be around anymore, honestly. She's not even a good wrestler. Yeah. Because I, I, I forget who said it. I thought somebody said she was in that May Young Classic, and then I saw this. I was like, oh, shit, she yeah, did this no, on the May Young Classic? But, no, yeah, it's somebody no. else. But uh, Yeah, yeah, no, she uh, she wrestles in uh, in Mexico for AAA. Yeah, and, and she wrestled for uh, Lucha Underground, didn't she, yeah. for a little bit? She uh, would, would yeah. do that, and I think she wrestled guys there and whatever. But, uh, well, who cares, man? If, she, if she's the type of person that does that type of shit, who wants her around anyways, man? Shitty star, if you ask me. And her name is Sexy Star. I mean, I feel uncomfortable <laughs> saying that, man. And I don't yeah, know. and she's, star. um. you guys might know her, her husband. He's a boxer down there. If you guys Google him, What's you guys will probably know. Who he is? What's his name? I figure, Mike, you're you're in. I don't know his name, but uh, apparently he's a pretty famous boxer down there. Sexy star husband. <laughs> That's Ooh. gonna be in Fredo's <laughs> Google search now. Sexy star <laughs> husband. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. Oh yeah, Johnny Gonzalez. Oh, crazy. Oh nice. Oh yeah. Oh nice. <laughs> That's a good looking guy, Fredo, or what? No, I've seen him box. He's a good boxer. Yeah, I've seen his butt. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know what? Hey, thanks a lot for joining us. I actually just got a text, and I believe you got it too, Mike, from Joe. He said he had a hard time getting in. It wouldn't let him in. Send a picture. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. But, uh, uh, Joe, if you listen to this back, you're a son of a bitch for not joining us this week, even though you <laughs> promised, man. Nah, nah, it's all good. We understand it happens sometimes. But, uh, Mike, we do appreciate you joining us. And everybody out there, be sure to check out uh, their podcast. You can follow them on Twitter, at the Pod Express at JoeGilbert1992. And at Get Up Mike, they, they, they put on a good show. They have some good interviews. Are you guys going to get that girl from the Mayon Classic or what? I see I see one of you guys working your magic on her. Are you guys going to be able to pull that girl for an interview? Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I think Joe Joe might try to do that. I, I have no idea. I have not been a part of that. So uh, I, I have lined up every interview so far. So let's hope yeah. Joe pulls some weight around here. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Shots that'll, fired. That'll be a good one to get. But, uh, yeah, hey, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week, Mike. All right, later. All right, later. All right, so good stuff. Woo! Mike, um, he was wrong about his hot, his hot uh, McGregor and Mayweather take. He he's an MM, he's an MMA boy, so you know he's he's going that way. It's his boy Connor loves him. Not gonna say anything bad about him. Claims he's Irish. I I've known Mike for a long time. Now all of a sudden he's Irish. What the fuck is that all about? <laughs> when did he say that? He he just did. He, he took one of those ancestry ancestry dot com tests. Yeah, yeah. Which just, I don't I don't know why people fucking put their like. Your DNA, they send their DNA to yeah, that's that's weird, right? I would not trust them. Fuck yeah, that. spit in this cup and send it to us. Uh, why? What if it's just some fucking creep who enjoys collecting spit? And he's just like, oh shit, um, you're Dutch. <laughs> Make sure you send yeah. a picture. You taste fifty six percent Dutch. Tasted a lot of Dutch in my life. Oh man. <laughs> But yeah, okay, we're going to end it on that gross talk right there. But that's going to do it for this for, for this week. I was talking like I was from Austria or something. Mm-hmm. That's going to do it for us this week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Um, <laughs> we're glad if you made it this yeah, far. Yeah, a minute 30. We ran a little long, but hey, that's okay. Uh, 
you know, thanks for listening if you made this made it this far. But uh, yeah, it's gonna do it for for us. I can't even talk. You know, there we go. If you made no. it this far, hit us up and you'll get the free bottle of fresh bottle. Oh yeah, if somebody moment. didn't want to get it. You know what the problem is? Is that and I could say it at the end of the show because I don't think anybody's gonna be listening. But Rick had this pen out and uh, I was taking hits off it, and I think I'm high right now. <laughs> so like I'm slurring my words a little bit. And, like it just is what it is. But it was a good show, I thought. And we're gonna have some more uh, fantasy football talk for you guys next week because it's right around the corner, folks. Right around the corner. Yep. By, by the time we get back to you, it's going to be the start of the NFL season on that Thursday. Uh, we'll, we'll probably be, uh, you know, giving you your do's and do's, all that, all your, all those classic things you guys love about our uh, fantasy football talk. Fantasy football, you'll be getting. So yeah, tune in for that. Uh, so for Rick, Fredo, I'm Mike. I rambled on there at the end. I'm high. I'm sorry. Uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next week, and we will try and do better. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.